They were just nominated for Best of Orlando, and you're going to be able to see them at the Orlando Nerd Fest. But before the interview, here is 20XDX from their album Sample It. Check it out. Ow. Magitech 2000XDX. Ow. On a crisp big money beat. Ow. Here to spit about a little bit of retro futurism. Ow. Sometimes I miss the future that rained on video screens way back in the day. Through layers of glass, tomorrow looked great, but nowadays I think I want to escape. So let's all trip the continuum. Get swinging there like a pendulum. 2000, whatever, saturated, 80 style, perpetuated. Ghetto blast in with fresh cassettes. Girls bringing sex, bright lipstick and fishnets. Hip hop and glam, that's my jam. Tagging our names at the sound of his break hand. I'm an alternate historian with a phone booth for DeLorean. Childhood dreams are born again. Val Kilmer was mad mart again. Ow. It's 20 SDX and we've come so far. But I'm asking just like Randall, where's my flying car? As a baby of the 80s, saw a future exists in a world of new technology, but barely like this. We've got rhymes about time for the future of sex. It's 20 SDX, yo, we're not impressed. Doors of bliss and trip the rip. Feel the stimulus of people giving the gift. High rows of telekinetics. Jeans spice games with cheap prosthetics. Laser gun charged, ready to shoot. Replicants give the mankind the boot. Served by rock and roll with your food, and you don't gotta tip if the acting rude. No. Take a jetpack, it's back with your fame. Project if there's a film on hologram. When watching my favorite show, don't talk. Mark 12, gate shot, gun shapes off Mohawks. Cyberpunk's trying to cut my rebox, but I can't pre-pump, so I jump five blocks away. I wanna live to see the day when we can rock specs and see an X-ray. It's 20 SDX and we've come so far But I'm asking just like Randall, where's my flying car? As a baby of the 80s, saw a future exist In a world of new technology, but barely like this We've got rhymes about time for the future Obsessed, it's 20 SDX We're not impressed Man, I want a hoverboard Shit, all the sidewalks should have had conveyor belts by now. Fuck that! Teleportation! I'm still waiting on my invisibility apparatus. Man, how about some cleaner bots that'll wipe my ass forward or something? Dude, that does exist! In Japan! Well, why do they get to live in the future? Yeah, I want an all-expense-paid vacation to Mars or the moon or something. I ain't picky. And what about aliens? Are we still not advanced enough or something? Get the fuck down here! Oh, and sex in space. Porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've actually, I've actually spoken to some people, and 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 I'm, I play video games, but I'm not like super, super duper well versed in in a lot of it. And I, I was start talking with someone about Magitech, and I was like, you guys got to check out Magitech. And the first thing that popped in their mind was, oh, Magitech, that's that's a um, element that you find in a lot of these games. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, that and it's an awesome rap group. <laughs> and we actually got third in Best of Orlando Weekly today. Yeah, yeah, you guys. The party it, was awesome, and I got a lot of alcohol in me right now, so. 
this is the perfect time to do the interview then. Yeah. I was almost going to make it over there, but I got compressed with time and I couldn't. Shut up, I should have done the drinking at least. Damn. So, yeah, where did where did the name Magitech come from, and and how do you feel about such a level of 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 I'd say notoriety because you guys have kind of built this this fan base. It's just kind of like very grassroots, but it's kind of blowing up. Yeah, it taught over time. Progressively, hopefully. I'll just say a couple things about where Magitech came from, and then Jay can probably fill in the rest. Um, we played a hell of a lot of RPGs back in the day, especially Super Nintendo, Golden Age kind of stuff. And um, when we started working on music and just dinking around like 10 years ago plus, like at the end of high school, we uh, just wanted a project for, you know, a name for the things we worked on. And we're like, well, there, we used this name, this reference, and it all just got thrown around. Then eventually, we just settled upon Magitech somehow one afternoon because it was like, we love Final Fantasy VI so much, and we wanted to reference that. We just thought the term Magitech sounded cool, the idea of magic combined with technology. Um, and, I mean, I, I should really stress there how important Final Fantasy VI slash three was to us, to our friendship back in the day, and how kind of... It's a game that affected our lives and a lot of people's lives. It's a standing work of art, like one of the group, many people would say one of the greatest RPGs and games of all time. Um, that, was, that was back on Super Nintendo, right? Yeah. Super Nintendo. Back when they were still pretty damn good Final Fantasy games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seven's probably one of the last good ones uh, on the disc era. I, I'll, I'll stop at ten. I think ten was the last good one. <laughs> so, so... Chris left out one cool part about that whole story, though. What's that? What's that? When we were coming up with the names for the band, because we were in this other band called Lunatic Pandora, which is this shitty thing that I'm going to get into. Jesus Christ, glitch. Sorry about that. <laughs> and anyways, that band broke up, so me and Chris started Magitech. But before we had a name, we spent like a whole afternoon like writing out shitty band names on this piece of paper. And there were some really ridiculous ones. Like, I think one of them was uh, Papa's Purple Pistol. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> and then there was that one that was, like, Santa's Fuzzy Dice. Santa's all, Fuzzy <laughs> Dice. It was all nuts reference. Nice. One of them was, like, Magitek. And I remember on the piece of paper, Magitek was written there when we thought about it, we talked about it, and they were like, yeah. And then Chris wrote underneath it, it's Magitek. It was circled, and he said, fuck yeah, underneath it. So I was like... <laughs> wow. Yeah, you restored that memory now, Jay. I don't know if I ever would have recalled it like that again. Wow. So, so that's the one. Would we ever be a Santa's Fuzzy Dice uh, album? No. Maybe a track. We should. Like, you would not have to have any other theme. It's just music, and it's called Santa's Fuzzy Dice. <laughs> I have a Christmas album now. <laughs> that was Magitech presents Santa's Fuzzy Dice. Ugh. I don't know. So that that's where you guys where did the name originated from? Where did the sound from Magitech originate come from? Because I, I see where it, it, it kind of comes from everywhere, and and you've actually been compared to Beastie Boys on on several occasions. Mm. I'll just say here really quick, um, a few people have pretty much said a very similar thing, which is just like the, the most uh, the best example was uh, Beastie Boys meets the Super Nintendo or like the 16-bit era. You Which is not exactly what we yeah. went for. Hey, Tool. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear 
What are you saying? Sorry. Like, usually after the deep space step, we can compare it to like the Beastie Boys because we do that whole transition and we play off each other. Yeah. That, I think that's probably why people see that the most about us is because of our tendency and ability to just write like three, four-person songs where we switch up a lot so much. That's probably why. Yeah. Yeah, you guys, what's what's awesome about you guys, and, and I think that's that's a great, great um, comparison but I, what I pick out of you guys is a lot of like the, like the, I saw the Magitech in all of your songs, like the demons and the the technology, like 20XDX and like all that stuff, where it's just like the ultra nerdy, like super level of of stuff. So, so are you guys like interested in like the science and ultra? Um, alternate dimensions and stuff like that, or are you guys just like that's a, you guys just throw stuff out? Well, that's a big thing. We did a, an album back in 2006 called "The Distorting Reality for Better Perception," and it was yes. just all about time travel and like crazy space battles and just stuff like that. And that's always been like. That was one of our earlier things, and that's just something that's always stuck, and it's always carried over into even later projects. Like, that carried over into Odd Entities, and that carried over into Sample Loop and all that. It's just it's just part of who we are. It's it's one of those root things about Magitech is the whole... Right, thing. I would say, I would add to that that it's like, we kind of, back at that time, it was really just Jay and I with, like, friends occasionally, like, being on stuff a little bit, but just he and I as a duo at that point. We wanted to, like, build up a mythos and, like, characters and stories, and there's who we are as rappers, but also, like, our, I guess you would say alter egos and, like, versions of us in different timelines, like, that kind of crazy convoluted stuff, but we never really put it together in a way that made sense. Instead, we just were like, well, in this song, we are this version of Jay and Chris, or, you know, like, we're just... When you say that's true, Jay, that's pretty much how that's yeah, that's pretty true, yeah. So, somewhere... It's not like a full concept album. Instead, you have concept tracks that you can kind of like pull together, right? Yeah, there's like different pools of like, there's this version of us here, and there's this version of us here. Like, it was not an intentional thing because even though um, I knew of Doctor Who way back then, it wasn't like supposed to be like Time Lord stuff, but in a sense, yeah, it's like pretty much us doing, like, Time Lord slash Bill and Ted slash, like, whoever else traveling through time and space in ridiculous ways and just taking part in weird hijinks. That, that kind of thing, I guess. So I guess the big question is, would you guys ever consider fleshing that out into a full album? I would just say really quick that I think that would take a lot of planning and us kind of the only downside or downside to that is that we'd reach end up retreading a lot of the same ground we've already gone upon. But it would be cool to try and make and do a cohesive story. The Magitech story, the saga. Where I don't know if you three or four songs worth wouldn't be that big a deal. What's that? Probably like at least three or four songs worth wouldn't be like kind of big a deal. Like, you know, your introduction, Jay's introduction, my introduction, then like a thing we all three do together. That would be cool. I'm down with that. That would just be an interesting, like, it wouldn't even have to be that long, but, like, a few songs or, like, an EP, which would just be, like, here's a way where it makes more sense and we can just present it to you. Mm-hmm. See, what I love, too, is that you guys 
Would you guys say that you you make the music, but then you you care more about the performance, and and you're like, well, we're gonna get the music out there, however it's gonna be out. Don't care which way, but it's about the performance. Is would would that be accurate? Yep. Because <laughs> your performances are absolutely amazing. You should see us with wireless mics. <laughs> Wireless mics. What? Like, like which con? Like it was the one before the last one where we, me and Chris both had the wireless mics. We were like everyone on the stage and in the crowd, and I was toward the back with the crowd. Like you know, there's that group of people that's like, I'm gonna sit behind you in the very back, and I won't be noticed or kind of shit like that. So I went back there to <laughs> relax and chill and talk to everyone back there. <laughs> It got very awkward, and I made sure it stayed that way. <laughs> See, I, I'd say that, like, live performances, we've done enough regularly over the last few years, um, whereas back in the day when we were first making our albums, we only did a couple here and there. Um, we would ideally, at least I would ideally, like our recorded sound to be completed in a way that was, like, ideal and us have, like, a new album. We should have had one by now. But it just we've been able to so much more easily play shows and own ourselves that way and like increase our performance. And then the, the studio stuff and the actual recorded new stuff just has been like, not falling to the wayside, but it just hasn't been completed as we'd like. So it's coming and maybe they'll match each other eventually so people can listen to that, you know, instead of just coming to a show. But yeah, for now it's just been much easier to play live and rock faces. Is there an aspect that wouldn't want it to fully match each other because like, you know, make every show different make you want to come to a show. Right. Yeah. Just, like, pan out the same stuff and say the songs the same way or whatnot. That's, that's cool, but not fun. Yeah, not exactly the same, but just like, here's some really solid, you know, recorded versions, but when you come out live, you're not just hearing us reproduce that exactly, you're getting something different. Because mm -hmm. right. most performers nowadays don't seem to want to involve the crowd, which I can't seem to wrap my head around because I love involving the crowd and whatnot. I'll, I'll just take a stab there at some uh, hip hoppers and such that like work the crowd, but in my opinion, they work the crowd in very like uh, typical ways. I don't know, like just like, hey, say this back to me. And we do that. But <laughs> the way we do it, we try to make a little bit different. Well, yeah, you guys completely play it. And, and, and going back to it too, it's like a live performance in an album is completely different. You can't see Glitch naked on an album. <laughs> well, well, not that looks good. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I have never been naked to a show. I've been in my boxers and nothing more, nothing less. Thank <laughs> you for that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, it's always, you know, it's a Magic Tech performance when at some point Glitch does take articles of clothing off. Uh, I guess, maybe. That's <laughs> not magic. But if it has I've been pretty close the last couple of shows we've had. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go way back here, like, throw way back and date myself or ourselves somewhat, but maybe we'll do, like, a Red Hot Chili Peppers thing at one show. <laughs> Rock the Orlando oh. Nerd Fest with socks. Yeah, just socks on. That's it. <laughs> I'm down. No one would know what to say. Yeah, that's immediately where my mind went. Is like the response people couldn't well be appalled maybe, but they'd just be like 
pure shock and all, just like, are they, what, no, what, uh, so. Just wear some of those, like, nerdy socks. And if we prefer, like, if we perform, like, nothing's wrong. <laughs> just, yeah, do not pay any mind to it. Do not acknowledge the fact no, no. the emperor has no clothes, you know. <laughs> yeah, Orlando Nerdfest is a pretty big, pretty big gig that you guys have. It's, it's like, yeah. is, is this the I'm biggest gig? I'm as soon as I can. <laughs> Is this is this pretty much the biggest gig that you guys performed at so far? Uh, it could be, yeah. It most likely will be, considering Nerdapaloozas, I'd say, are the biggest things we've been at, um, and many of our uh, associates and contemporaries. But uh, yeah, it's shaping up. It's gonna, it looks that way. Yeah, it, it's it's gonna be one hell of a show, absolutely. And 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 also, like Glitch was pointing out, you guys got nominated. For Best of Orlando, that's pretty awesome. Oh yeah, it's uh, interesting and cool to see like how that transpired. You know, I meant to ask a few people, but the way in which we got like initially submitted to that and then considered for the different rounds, <laughs> I, th- I uh, think maybe it just naturally happened. It, it, I, I think it's a voting process. Yeah, I don't know if like somebody kicked that off though. Like the initial like. Suggestion. I wonder how that happened. Like, I wish we knew it sooner because I would have been promoting the hell out of it. Like in the week and a half, like I'm happy and surprised at the same time that we got third place. Who yes. got? Uh, if you don't mind me asking, who got first and second? Um, some group <laughs> named Moon Jelly second, and then the first group was. Uh, oh, I just had it in my mind earlier, but. Yeah, Moon Jelly's who was second place. I don't know who was first. I've never even heard of these guys. Uncle Jay, who cares? They're going down in 2015, yo. <laughs> yes. Well, it's it's. Some people would say that that a contest like that is is just kind of like a, it's it's like a a small victory, but but in all reality, third place, second place, whatever place, it it's showing that you're getting that level of recognition. So it's like, you guys went from. Just being best friends, just playing music, to now getting like that acknowledgement, which is pretty amazing. Like, yeah, it pays to have have amazing songs. <laughs> you know, honestly, I just like the free booze at the party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, he got the booze for all of our hard work, man. <laughs> hey, I hope to. You you all you, you all pour some yes. some liquor. <laughs> I think it's cool to get that recognition. A lot of people would say it's hard to like uh, determine like where it came from and what that really means in the scheme of certain things. Like, but overall, I would never really worry too much about how much that really means in the end because it's very plain to see. It, it the, the simplest thing it means is that enough people are just like, hey, I like your stuff enough. I'd like to see you get recognition, and I recognize you. And that's the same for anybody that gets up there in that regard. So it's just oh, like. See, the other thing that I really like about you guys, too, is compared to a lot of the other groups, um, like, there's there's a lot of groups, like, maybe modern rap groups or or just, like, some some other bands that are there. What's cool about you guys is that you guys kind of do your own thing, and it seems like people follow to that. You guys are true to yourself first. Yeah, and that's I think, a big part of us. We, oh, absolutely. We do it... Well, I can't speak for everybody else, but I do it for myself. I want to make music that I want to listen to. You know what I mean? So 
if other people want to listen to it, that's cool. You know what I mean? I'm all about that. But first and foremost, I want to make something that I'm proud of. So oh, yeah. This little EP called Pandering, where we're going to, like... <laughs> Never mind, I'm just being stupid right now. <laughs> we're going to do a Crate Net album, a party rock kind of thing. <laughs> when, I, when I had IQ on... Um, a couple like a couple of weeks ago, I was asking him if, if it seems like a lot of modern rap in in general, not um, like the mainstream stuff, is just extremely just negative and, and kind of uh, and and re redundant to a degree. Would you guys kind of feel almost the same way? Because you guys are extremely unique. Um, I I have a hard time answering that because I think of so many different people, especially in the oversaturated YouTube era that just throw out lots of random parody songs or just like, you know, some pretty funny stuff sometimes, but uh, it's just everything's so broadly creative that I don't feel as much as like what you just said that, okay, maybe in like the more like radio, super mainstream sense, there is a lot of just, yes, redundant negative stuff, but what's the word? Droll? Dull? It's just so monotone. Rigmarole. Yeah. It just depends on what level you're talking about. I mean, if you're going to look at the extreme mainstream thing, yeah, everything is very similar. But the, the just like anything else, the deeper you dig, the more interesting things get. So it just depends on how you're looking at it, really, I guess. I really like that. I like that. Because I guess if you're at the surface level, it's, it's not deep. I guess they call it deep for a reason. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, we always... I wouldn't say struggle to be deep, but we just want to, uh, carrying this weird metaphor further, um, or making it weirder, we like to swim around, because, like, talking about making, like, Glitch, like, was joking about pandering earlier, I don't think any of us like to pander, but at the same time, we like a lot of things, so, I know, at least from my side, I like doing things a bit more conventional at times, or doing things that are broader, but the core of it all is very much just like, nope, we sit low, like, like, down below the surface. It's also one of those moments where it's like, hey, we're having fun doing this. Come and join the ride. Like, <laughs> yeah, find ways to kind of like bridge bridge gaps. So I guess the big question is, uh, what's what's the future for uh, Magitech? What can we expect? Corn. Hardcore <laughs> nasty porn. Yes, finally. <laughs> Did you just say hardcore gymnastic porn? That's what I <laughs> Even better. I just said nasty, but gymnastic is even better. Okay, we were talking about, like, dancers. We're going to have to work on our flexibility, guys. Uh, <laughs> I have my head, so, uh, we gotta, I'm set. Okay, well, me, you, you and me, Chris, we got to do some stretches before we get <laughs> gymnastic porn. Because I know my body's not ready for you. I hope you get ready, Jay. <laughs> I'm just a deer in headlights right now. <laughs> well, well, you know, Glitch is good at getting naked and trying to love. Now we girls will have a field day. <laughs> and fix a plenty. Magitech is not Yowie. Magitech is not I kind of had a feeling that this interview was going to go in this direction. I, I, <laughs> okay. But in all honesty, we're working on a... Like, getting a lot of stuff recorded, no, honestly. Yeah, we have yeah. a new album, which we actually started recording April of last year, 
But it's not as though we've been recording this whole time. We just had chunks in which we got it done, and then we had a large period of time for a variety of reasons and things going on. We didn't get to come back to it till recently. Due to scheduling conflicts and just logistics, we haven't been able to finish recording the rest of it. Now, right. Yeah, but as soon as we get that underway, there's... Are, are we in agreement that we still want to call it that, guys? Are we still calling it? I'm okay with it still. I'm down. Okay. Can it be Fresh. revealed? Well, it's it's been talked about a little bit here and there before, but not, like, widespread. But, yeah, it's going to be called Violently Fresh. Ooh, official, guys. Yeah. Violently Fresh. I like that. Exclusive. All right, folks. Well, that was a fantastic chat with you. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Thank no you for having us. Absolutely. Catch you all later. Bye. All right. Bye. Well, that was them. Magitech, uh, Quartz Relic, Thugmaster J, and Son of a Glitch. Great insights, and they also revealed their new album title. But before we go, here's another track from Sample It, Mass Destruction. And don't forget, you can catch them at the Orlando Nerd Fest next weekend. You won't want to miss it.
Joker, let me loose of the choker. Shooting rap, spitting in the wild card choker. The allure metaphor in Lucifer's vision. With a twisted hell you mission, I'm itching, twitching round and about. Emma Beck and Carl, with a large, small, the strong, consume them all. He doomed to fight a soulless army, do it smartly. Make no amateur mistakes, he leaves the embryon, rise above digital. With Jack Point God, no slack in a critical, formidable fiend. Free pitiful means, murder mysteries on my mental and teens. Full moons, hand rumors of mass. Take a place in the world, kill all the baddies and get the girl!